right now though you know, we've been talking about this for for a long time, and it seems like a lot of organizations are, a lot of communities are, and trying to figure out how it should be handled. What's the best way it should be handled? If you've driven around Edmonton, you've likely seen, um, uh, you know, tent cities. You've seen folks sleeping rough. You've seen, maybe witnessed uh, social disorder, been a part of that. It's a real challenge, and there are more calls for action when it comes to the situation in our city, this time from the Edmonton Federation of Community Leagues. It has released an open letter on the issue and is calling for provincial and municipal action to help those in need in the community. Joining us this afternoon is Laura Cunningham-Schplay, the Executive Director of the Edmonton Federation of Community Leagues. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Well, thanks for joining us this afternoon. So what was the tipping point uh, for the Federation and saying, okay, we need to put something out there. We need to sit down, write this letter and have a call to action. Well, you know, I think Edmontonians are really good about going to their city councillor. If things are not good in the city, if things are not good in their neighbourhood, they've got usually good connections either through their league or to their city councillors are quite responsive. But we really felt this: the issues that we're seeing now are not the ones that the city should be dealing with. These are issues that are really the responsibility of the provincial government. When we're talking about housing and mental health and addictions and all of those things, those are provincial government um, responsibilities. Laura, Laura the, um, the the community groups, um, the community leagues in in the city um, have taken a real role in in trying to um, educate, be educated, help um, uh, the 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 homeless community, um, educating themselves on things like uh, naloxone, that that sort of thing. What has, you know, what are you hearing from your community league members about what they're seeing in their neighborhoods and, and, and the impact on those neighborhoods? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're just seeing such a displacement of people, right? I think, you know, even in the last month, leagues, you know, in all corners of the city, from, you know, Mill Creek Ravine to Twin Brooks and Ellerslie to Yellowhead, or, you know, Yellowhead area are all seeing an increase in people sleeping in areas that are that are just unusual. They never would have seen encampments. They never would have seen people in those areas. And the concern is really there are just no services mm-hmm. for, the, for those folks in those areas. And so here we have have groups of people sleeping rough, sleeping in, in areas that are potentially quite dangerous. And, and I think people are feeling a bit helpless. How do they how do they help these folks to get to the services that they need? They just don't exist in these corners of the city. So, you know, when it comes to what the city is, is doing, there's a couple of different things. I mean, we know that, um, you know, city police have been, you know, disbanding camps. We know that that is pretty much futile because as soon as... One's taken down, it pops up elsewhere. What, what would you be calling on the city of Edmonton to be doing to help this situation? Yeah, you know, I, I think you hit it. it you know, the, the movement of the camps is not necessarily the answer. We we really like this approach of these multidisciplinary community mm-hmm. support teams. I think there's real value in in really getting those services out to people. And and the police are not the answer. It's a it's a team approach. We know that the issues folks are dealing with are not there's not a one sole thing that they're dealing with. And so I think having a, a group of people come with a very varied ability to access different 
different resources and skills for people is really what is needed at this point. So, you know, it was I was in downtown Edmonton last uh, last weekend and I saw one of those um, community support teams out walking about just off Jasper and it was the first time I had seen it. And I'm like, I actually, I was going to stop them and, and talk mm. to them and find out a little bit more, but it was the first time I saw that and I was like, okay, this is good. So we're seeing we're seeing yeah. more and more of that and, 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 and that's a good thing. But again, as you mentioned, it's just not downtown anymore. It is spreading out. Yeah. So again, it's having those resources to be in all of those places. And it doesn't seem that we that we have those resources nor the money to fund those resources. We don't seem to. And that's why I think the, the provincial government needs to support, needs to come up with a plan for Edmonton. You know, we need, we have unique needs in the city and every municipality has those unique needs. And so I think the city's been quite clear with the province around what those needs are. And I think our community leagues are seeing it firsthand and they're really saying, no, we need more support to cross the city, not just in our downtown, but across the city. These Edmontonians are struggling everywhere and we need those services. Laura, is there are are you seeing a difference in the way that the the, the situation is handled in Edmonton compared to Calgary? Well, you know, I, I'm using some of the city stats here, but it, it really seems that we are getting funded less funding than the uh. city of Calgary for the number of emergency shelter beds. And I think as we're looking at our winter, I mean, there was someone on, on the radio just before about, you know, changing of the trees. I mean, yeah. this is coming. Winter is just, we're looking at it. And so how how do we ensure that these folks that are using bus shelters and benches and, you know, bushes to for shelter, how are they going to stay safe this winter? Yeah. Um, where are those shelter beds? for them they can't this can't be the solution that we have um when it comes to minus 30 we know that and i think it's important that the the the, the federation the edmonton federation of community leagues isn't saying not my backyard uh, you're recognizing that it is now you know across the city and and what the federation is saying okay this is the reality of it and we need to make sure that these people are taken care of and this is what we're suggesting Absolutely, absolutely. We know that this needed to happen, but it needs to happen with supports and services. We have affordable housing buildings that are being done. We need supportive housing, right? We need people. We know that people need more support than just a, a roof over their heads in a lot of cases. And I think community leagues recognize that. And this is this is about the right services in the right places. Yeah, it's not just shelter, right? It's there. There's more to it. There's so many. I've always said this issue is like a, it's a, it's like peeling an onion. You peel back one layer there's another layer and another layer and another layer I mean and that is something that uh, you know again we've talked about and I think you know people are starting to recognize that's right absolutely so yep. so what happens what happens now I mean this letter went out yesterday afternoon uh, do you try to have those conversations with Mayor Sohi and the city manager do you try to have those conversations with the Minister of Addictions the Minister of Housing the Premier that sort of thing what's the plan now from the Federation standpoint yeah, that's a great point. I mean, we're 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 grateful for the media attention, but it is about those one-on-one -on -one conversations. So we do have conversations with the mayor and the city manager, and I think you know this is this has been a a, a key piece, absolutely. And I think we'll make sure we go forward and and start having conversations with the province as well. We don't we don't normally work as closely with the province, but we need to because these issues are provincial issues, and our and our cities and our neighborhoods are dealing with them on a day by day basis. And so 
this is a call to action for the province. Absolutely. Laura, want to thank you for making time for us on this Friday afternoon. Look forward to having a chat with you again. Thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah, you betcha. Laura cunningham Splay joining us this afternoon, the executive director of the Edmonton Federation of Community Leagues. And as I mentioned, they, they said, hey, you know, we've got a real issue here. And it's not just in the core anymore. It's spreading out across the city, around the city, right? And, and, the, and, the, and the Federation of Community Leagues saying, hey, you know what? We don't have all of those services. We don't need, we don't have what's needed to help all of those folks. So calling on the city to invest more in those um, community sport support teams, those multidisciplinary community support teams. Um, this is in the letter to ensure all corners of the city have teams that use a high visibility and high engagement approach. And again, as I mentioned, I was just uh, off Jasper uh, on the weekend, saw one of those teams. And for the government of Alberta to increase funding for emergency shelters to keep people safe this winter. We had, um, you know, the folks from Homeward Trust on just uh, last week and saying that right now we're looking at about 2,700 people living rough in the community. The homeless count taking place next week. So we'll get an updated number on that. But again, they're also calling on, you know, saying, hey, we need more outreach and support services. Um, and, and, and to come up with a, a plan um, for those who have complex needs, when they're um, being moved out of a facility, to make sure that they're not being released into homelessness, that they that there is a place to go. And again, that comes back to that wraparound housing, supportive housing, affordable housing. Lots there, without a doubt.